Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every dragon in House of the Dragon explained. Remember that nearly decade-long period where the world collectively bent the knee to Game of Thrones fandom? Kind of feels like a weird milk of the poppy-induced dream at this point, but it was very real. Even though certain theories never panned out. Well, according to one fan theory, it's because he's secretly a merman. That's right, a merman! While George R.R. R. Martin continues to assure the world that the winds of winter are still coming, the future of Westeros is actually a blast from the past. House of the Dragon, the prequel series based on the expansive Targaryen family history Fire and Blood, will take us hundreds of years before the events of Game of Thrones for a different Game of Thrones. Now, the show itself will focus on warring factions within the Targaryen family, the titular House of the Dragon. But they will also have dragons in this house. Well, not in the house per se, but definitely in the dragon pit, which is pretty close to the house. You get it. It's right there in the name. Now, as co-showrunner Miguel Sapochnik told Empire, House of the Dragon will give us not one, not two, but 17 dragons over the course of the series. So who exactly are these fire-breathing flappy boys of legend? Well, we're going to break it all down for you in just a moment. But if you prefer to read all about it, the maester with the mostest, Michael Walsh, has you covered over on Nerdist.com. With that said, if you want to go into this show knowing even less than Jon Snow, leave now before it's too late. Okay, let's get into it, shall we? Now, you might be wondering why one house needs so many dragons. Well, that's because the Targaryens are plunging headlong towards a civil war. So when the showrunners compare this show to Succession, it's very apt because it's all building up to the Dance of the Dragons, an intrafamily battle for the succession of the Iron Throne. So what dragons are we most likely to see in the show's first season? Well, first and foremost, we have Syrax, a massive yellow-scaled she-dragon who bonded with Princess Rhaenyra Targaryen. Rhaenyra is one of the main claimants to the Iron Throne in this dance, so expect to see plenty of Syrax in the show. Next up, we have Sunfire, the dragon ridden by Aegon II, Rhaenyra's younger half-brother, son of Alicent Hightower, and the main rival in the line of succession for the Iron Throne. With mighty golden scales, Sunfire is a formidable creature and plays a major role in this civil war, especially during the Battle of Rook's Rest. And that's going to make the loot train battle look like baby town frolics. After that is Dreamfire, a silvery blue she-dragon once ridden by Reyna Targaryen and later bonded with Helena Targaryen, the sister-wife of Aegon II. Now, most likely we'll encounter Dreamfire in the Dragon Pit during Season 1. Next is Caraxes, the red dragon ridden on the show by Matt Smith's Prince Daemon Targaryen. Aptly named the Bloodworm, Caraxes is one of the most fearsome dragons in all of the series, even though it wasn't necessarily the biggest. Now, without giving too much away, Caraxes is involved in maybe the single most metal battle of the entire series, but we probably won't see said battle until at least season two. Either way, keep your god's eyes peeled in the meantime. 
Now, another strong contender for season one is Melis the Red Queen, a lightning fast red and pink she dragon ridden by Rhaenys Targaryen, aka the queen who never was. Married to the sea snake lord Corlys Valerian, Rhaenys was also passed over for the throne in favor of a male heir. So she'll be bringing plenty of fire and blood when riding Melis into battle, because she's been there. Now, we'll also likely see Vermithor, the bronze dragon once belonging to King Jaehaerys Targaryen. One of the biggest dragons ever to fly over Westeros, Vermithor was later claimed by the Targaryen bastard Hugh Hammer during the Dance of the Dragons. Another dragon who we may have glimpsed briefly in the trailer is Vagar, one of the three mighty dragons who helped Aegon the Conqueror take over Westeros alongside the dragons Beleriand and Meraxes. The oldest and biggest dragon in Westeros during the time of House of the Dragon, this bronze, green, and blue beast is ridden at various times by Elena Valerian and Aemond Targaryen. Next is Sea Smoke, a silver gray dragon who accepted Rhaenys Targaryen's son Laenor Valerian as its rider. We'll also likely see Tessarion, the Blue Queen, a she dragon belonging to Prince Darren Targaryen, the son of King Viserys and Queen Alicent Hightower, and younger brother of Aegon II. After that is Silverwing, who, you guessed it, was a silver she dragon that belonged to Queen Alicent Targaryen until her death. But by the time of the Dance of the Dragons, it was claimed by Ulf White, one of the so-called Dragon Seeds, a name given to the Bastards of Targaryen blood. Now another dragon we could see is Vermax, a mighty beast who bonded with Prince Jacaris Valerian, aka Jace, the son of Rhaenyra Targaryen and Laenor Valerian. There isn't a whole lot to say about Vermax apart from the fact that he made a great match for someone as strong as Jacaris. <laughs> Next up is Arex, a pearly white dragon with a golden chest who was bonded from birth with Prince Lucerus Valerian, another of Rhaenyra and Laenor's boys. And there's also Taraxes, a small but fierce dragon bonded with the small but fierce Prince Joffrey Valerian, the youngest of Rhaenyra and Laenor's sons. After that is Moondancer, which kinda sounds like someone's old AOL screen name, but was actually a pale green she-dragon ridden by Lady Bela Targaryen, the daughter of Lena Valerian. Now, the Targaryens also had three dragon hatchlings during this period, Stormcloud, Morgul, and Shrikos, but they were too small to ride at the outset of the Dance of Dragons. We could still theoretically see these young dragons if they want to tug at our heartstrings a little bit, play up the cute factor, but this is Game of Thrones. They're probably just going to rip our hearts out and call it a day. Now, if you've been keeping track of numbers, we're at 14 full-size dragons by the time we reached Moondancer. Now, if we don't see the three hatchlings we just mentioned, the remaining three dragons we could see are a trio of wild dragons living in and around Dragonstone. Grey Ghost, Sheep Stealer, and the Cannibal. That's right, folks, wild dragons. These certified bad boys didn't have riders by the time of the Dance of the Dragons. And as you'll see, many people tried to tame them, but if any succeeded, well, you'll just have to wait and see for yourself when House of the Dragon debuts. Anyway, folks, there you have it. That's a brief rundown of every dragon you can expect to see in House of the Dragon. The Game of Thrones prequel series premieres on HBO Max on August 21st, and we'll be covering this show on Nerdist and All Kings Considered, bringing you inside the best roast that Westeros has to offer. In the meantime, though, folks, tell us, what dragon are you most excited to see in the show? And what moment from Fire and Blood are you most hyped to see brought to life? Let us know in the comments below, and for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, make sure you stay tuned to Nerdist.com.